Yeah, g'day Titans fans and welcome back to the Gold Coast Titans Frontline Podcast, co-hosted by myself, Dane from Clarkie's Rugby League Column and Blaze from BKR Sport, a Titans fully focused podcast where we are intent on bringing you the best possible co- uh, podcast we can every single week and hopefully uplifting our community, uh, the Gold Coast Titans, in that process. It's time for me to face the music this week, but before we get to that, let me welcome in my co-host, Blaze. How are you going, my man? Man, I've been better, I'm not going to lie. I am an NFL fan of the Detroit Lions. We got knocked out uh, the other day, so not exactly the greatest there. But then again, a bit of a 50-50, because the Brisbane Heat actually won, I believe, since we've last brought out this podcast. So, you know, a bit of a, a bit of a good one, a bit of a bad one. Uh, but at the end of the day now, it is time to just focus on the Gold Coast Titans, man. It's f- time to focus on the NRL. Those sports are done. We're about two and a half weeks away from preseason action. And uh, we've got the charity match this week down there in Sydney. You and m- myself uh, will be commentating it. So, yeah, big time coming up. But now it's just time to focus on rugby league. But yes, and definitely hurting from the uh, old Detroit Lions. Yeah, absolutely. The other sports did the uh, best to get us through the off-season. We're so close to feeling footy again through our TV screens, which is so exciting. Last week, you did the quiz. Now, if anyone missed that podcast, it's not going to age, so you can go back and listen to that one. It's very <laughs> interesting. Um, what we're going to do and what we did last week was three easy questions, three medium, three hard, one impossible. Blaze scored six out of ten. The pass mark we set was 5 out of 10 because even the easy ones were still pretty tough given the circumstances Mm. um, and the nature that we are both pretty big Titans fans, more so yourself, so I really had to test you there. But it is time for me to face the music. I will say, though, I had to listen to uh, a man named Callum telling me that he got 10 out of 10. Now, Cal, uh, Mr. Cal works for the club, so he's kind of expected to know it, but I don't believe that he knew 10 out of 10. I just don't... There's no way I believe it. There's, there's absolutely no way I believe it. But I will clarify, last week I did say on the podcast that um, that Malika Fodawaka was the youngest player to debut for us while you said... Was it Jordan Rankin, yeah? Um, Jordan Rankin, yeah. Yeah, Jordan Rankin. So he debuted when he was 16, Mo debuted when he was 18. But as we were talking about just before this podcast, um, Clark, you can tell him what you said. Yeah, so the NRL actually changed the rule where you must be 18 now to debut. And so some websites are listing Mo as our youngest Mm. player. He is the youngest under this rule change. But prior to that, Jordan Rankin, uh, 16 years and 200-something days, it'll never be broken. Um, And even he said himself, yeah, it's not possible to break it. So he will forever hold the record of the youngest ever NRL player for the Gold Coast Titans. believe he played halfback. It was a time when all of our halves were injured. And he was a member of our national youth competition squad. So super rare circumstances. I think Jordan is an assistant coach for the Eels New South Wales Cup side now. And I think he retired last year. So he went on to have a career where he played for the Tigers Super League. But it did all start well, as a 16-year-old. Um, last year, yeah. He was, he's still commenting positive stuff about the Gold Coast on the on, on some Titans pages. And I remember nice. that I replied to him. I said, oh, good on you, man, For even though you're down there or down at Parramatta. Uh, good on you for supporting the club still. And he replied saying, like, I still, that's, I'm pretty certain he's from the Gold Coast. I think he's a Gold Coast local. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, he said something along the lines of, yeah, look, they're still, you know, I'm still proud of the Gold Coast and whatnot. So, no, it's good to see that he's still kind of active amongst what the Titans represent and whatnot. But, um, but yeah, down there, down there in Sydney at the moment. I mean, just hearing that now, given he still cares for the Titans, clearly I'd be interested in reaching out to Jordan and, and doing a podcast interviewing the Titans youngest ever debutant that'd be a cool podcast asking jordan the full story how did he react what was it like at school man imagine going to school in year 11 trying to focus on math when you know you're gonna have like petro seven (laughs) you'd have a lot lot of friends friends, that's for sure you'd have a lot of nightmares as well thinking of the big boppers and props they're going to be targeting you on the weekend yeah shane Um, webke uh running at you and then next day you got math at nine Yep, yep, yep. And then your teacher <laughs> says, why didn't, you, why didn't you do your homework? Why the coaches sprain you? Because you didn't study uh, too much the night before. Now, look, I want to get this out of the way before we start. It's super hot here in Canberra. I don't have a fan going or anything in this room right now because I don't want to affect the audio quality of this podcast. If I'm sweating, it could be because the question's super hard and I'm nervous, <laughs> but it's more likely the climate here. Uh, but with that being said, guys, before we jump into this quiz, we would both really appreciate, no matter where you're listening, if you could support the podcast, whether that's dropping a like and subscribing to the YouTube or giving us a rating on Apple and Spotify, that would mean a lot. But without further ado, man, let's kick it over to you and let's uh, kick off this uh, this uh, trivia. We can kick off this trivia, son. Now, look, I-, I will tell you, 
The first three, I think, are easier questions than what you had, uh, what you gave me. But I do think that I've got harder questions the longer it goes. So it's a bit of an interesting one here. But I did say today the the number 10, which is impossible, is I'm pretty certain he'll find it impossible. I did know it. um, But with that being said, there's a reason why I know it. And he should kind of maybe still know it as well. So we'll get to that one. Um, But yes, so we've got three easy, three medium, Three hard and then one impossible. And don't worry, Dave, you're going to get a comment saying you've been humbled or something today or you're you, you, an, an ego check. Uh, <laughs> it's, going to it's just going to happen here. But all right, we're going to go with number one here. And it is technically easy. And I reckon you should get this one, to be fair. In what year did current owners Daryl Kelly and Rebecca Fussell become owners of the Titans? Okay, so I believe this was the post-Jared Hayne era. And I believe Jared Hayne left us. So I remember we played finals in 2016 when Hayne joined us and we lost week we lost week one of the Broncos. I believe it was the following season they took over. And look, I'm gonna lock in 2017. But I feel like it could be either year of that. So I'm going to lock in 2017 for my final answer. Bingo, baby. 2017. I told you, you should know that one. There were several prospective owners, including the Northern Sydney. Not going to say what my thoughts are on the rest of that uh, organization. And then the Brisbane Bombers NRL bid team that expressed interest in taking over the club. But it was ultimately given to the Kellys and Frizzells in 2017. So you got to bang on, man. You feeling proud that you won from one? Honestly, nervous. I feel like I had just the pressure, man. You know, if you asked me that off camera and I was just chilling at the pub, I'd get it. But the pressure of knowing there's no going back. We're recording right now. I've got to come up with an answer. I've at least got to start explaining myself. It adds another layer to this thing. But now, ultimately, I'm I'm ready for questions. And don't worry, because... Because you did last week, you were like, oh, no, come on, man. Now, come on. No, 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 you got this, man. Now it's my turn, man. Don't you worry. Don't you worry. I can chill out here today. Uh, But all right. Number... Two, a little bit more of a difficult question because you're going to have to go through some years here. Now, in which season did the Titans have their best defensive record? That is across all seasons. Which year did we have our best defensive record? All right, so I know in 2009, I believe, was, was up there. But 2010 is the furthest we've ever gone. I, I believe we lost in the prelims to the Roosters, who went on to lose the grand final to the Dragons. That was around the John Cartwright era. And if I remember correctly, I don't think we had... I know it was none of the years Garth was with us and Justin. That was not our best defense. If it, mate, if it was one of the years that Garth was with us... I, gee whiz, gee whiz. I'm sorry I had to interrupt you, but go on. And the only Justin year that would make sense is 2020, if we're not going off average, because there were 20 games that season because of COVID. So are you looking for an average here or just overall lowest points conceded? No, it's an easy question, man. So I said just just the year. All righty. Well, I believe we're at our best in 2010. So I'm going to lock in 2010. Man, I'm so heartbroken for you, bro. 2009. It was two years. I was gonna man. say. Yep. Yeah, I, I knew it was one of those two years, but uh, I've got to, I've got to uh, have a humble pie there. I got that one. Look, I knew that 2009 we started improving a lot. I, I yeah. remember in 2010, but yeah, I knew it was between those two. But so I, I'll give I you had a, to go with 2010. I'll give you a fun fact here. So 2010 actually wasn't even our second best defensive season. So um, 2009, the average points conceded was 19.45. And the next best was actually 2012 with an average of 19.87, which is kind of strange considering obviously that was the year after the wooden spoon with Johnny Cartwright and whatnot. Um, so yeah, it's actually 2009, then 2012. Um, surprised that 2010 didn't feature there. But then again, the, that was off the same because I know you did your research of Rugby League Project um, for the, qu- the, uh, the quiz last week. So I was, I was thinking you might have actually got that one because you probably would have yeah. seen it as you were going through. But... Um, yeah, 2009 was our best defensive record. So you are one from two right now. But now we're starting to understand that pressure gets you, son. Yeah, the pressure does get there. All right. Now, this one, I believe, is a lot easier than the last one. I think the Daryl Kelly, Rebecca Frizzell one was the easiest. But I reckon this is uh, 
Probably in the middle of the easy ones. All right. How many games have the Titans played in the NRL Finals? And which teams were they against? Oh, God. So, going backwards, our most recent Finals game was in 2021. And we lost to the Sydney Roosters. Prior to that, we played finals in 2016, where we lost to the Broncos in round one. Mm. Look, given that 2012 you just said was up there, I'd have to think we played finals that year, but I I couldn't remember who. I don't, I don't want to lock in something if I'm not absolute, though. I go back to what I can definitely confirm as 2010. Um, and we would have had to have beaten at least one side because we made it to the prelim and lost to the Roosters. So 2010 is the only year we have a win in the finals. Can I guess that it was against the Warriors? So for my, yeah, for my official, uh, so I'll say three. We lost to the Roosters in 21, the Broncos in 2016, and in 2010, I'm going to say we beat the Warriors. I don't know if we were in the top four. I think we were like fourth. So I'm going to guess that put us, no, because Warriors couldn't have been first. That... I just realized I was muted when I was saying you are correct about the Warriors, but anyway, go on. Okay, so yeah, so the Warriors there win, and then we lost to the Roosters, but I, I might be missing one game there in the 2010s. So what's, your, so, so what's your final answer again? So final answer, I'm going to lock in. 2021, we lost to the Roosters. Mm -hmm. 2016, we lost to the Broncos. Mm -hmm. 2010, we beat the Warriors, and it, what is our only ever finals win? And I know we lost to the Roosters that series as well. I'm not sure if I'm missing a game in between. So I'm gonna. I'm happy to give you a half a point because you got a pretty decent amount. But the answer is actually six. The answer is six times in total, and this is actually people forget this that we actually played the Eels and the Broncos a second time. We played the Eels once, and that was 2009, and we also played the Broncos in that same year, and uh, we did lose to the Broncos. Actually, it was Broncos first, and then it's the Eels. So, uh, so yes. we were in the top four that year. Correct. Correct. Actually, let me, just make back sure back let me just make sure yeah. of that. Let me just make sure of that here. Um, because I remember I was at both those games, and it was really, hurt, really hard. Uh, Ladder yeah. top a NRL two thousand nine. Oh, we came third. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We came third. So yeah. that's and right. Because we played the Broncos the first week, and then we lost to the Parramatta Eels in a pretty big scoreline. I think it was actually because this is the one that most people forget about. But I remember I was at that game. Um, it doesn't have it there. But anyway, the point of the matter is, is that that was... Actually, I'm going to go right here, actually. 2000 and... No, it's not going to show us. Don't worry about that. Actually, pre-season. Telstra Premiership. 2008. Let's go to the second week. No, it's still nine. I'm, I'm all over the shop here, Dane. Uh, 2009. And then, yeah, 27-2. And that was at Allianz Stadium in Sydney. And the week before that, it was a 32-40 game. That was the game I was at. 32-40 against the Broncos. We lost. So people do forget about that second Broncos game. And they definitely forget about that Eels game. And I can understand why when we lost 27-2. Yeah. Yeah, that's... That's forgettable. But if I'm absolutely honest, then at that stage, I was probably still... The Quite Titans young. were still probably my, my second team. And I would have been young. Yeah. Because I, I grew up in an Eels family. So, like... Just being a young kid, I wanted to support the same team as my dad. But then, as I got older... Oh, so you were probably witnessing... You were probably supporting the Eels in that game. You were probably... <laughs> I probably was. If I'm probably. honest, I probably was, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't remember what year it was, man. But I went to Skilled Stadium at the... Skilled Park Skilled at the time Park. with Eels um, face tattoos, yeah. Eels cape, um, yeah, Eels old school jersey. Um, but fun fact, I don't know... I don't know if I've really ever told this story publicly before but that was the game i actually fell in love with the titans i remember watching jared hayne and, and i was behind the goalpost and jared hayne i think he scored twice against or, or for me at the time there because i was an eels fan and there's just something about this titans team then there was no superstars but everyone was trying so hard and it was just that underdog feeling i'm like i can get around this team and i started to reflect and i was like well yeah dad goes for the eels but like what connection have i got to them i've grown up my whole life on the Gold Coast. I've played footy my whole life here on the Gold Coast. So that game, although I wasn't cheering for us, it actually made me fall in love with the Titans. And from that point, 
I said, I'm going to be a passionate Titans fan and really immerse myself and get behind this team. Can't remember the exact year. Um, I think I had a beer before the game, so probably 15 or above. Don't drink until you're 18, though. <laughs> well, there you go. There's a, there's a fun fact there about Clarkie. One and a half out of three. Because I'm happy to give half because at least he did get four teams. And definitely the, the Warriors one's one of my favorite games of all time at Seabus. Uh, mm. and, and don't you worry. There will be a, a question a little bit later on about uh, said game with our only finals win coming. All right. You're one and a half out of three, but you're about to go into the medium section. Are you confident? No, you've just scared me because I don't remember that Warriors win. I don't remember anything about the game. Oh, my so God. I'm oh, already ready geez. to scrub another point off. <laughs> God help you, man. Uh, that, but that, that will come much later because it is a hard question. Um, but all right. Uh, first medium question. How many games in total have the Titans won at home? At Seabus Super Stadium slash Skill Park, I'll give a half point for within five games. Oh my god! So how many have we won in history? Correct, but I'll, I will give you half a point within five games. Actually, you know what? I'll be happy to even give you ten points within. Oh, I'm sorry, not ten points. Oh, a half a point <laughs> for within ten. All right. So, 2007, I believe we played a lot out of Carrara Stadium. So I'm going to write that year off. 2008, we're okay. I think I'll this give... is just at home, bro. I think this question that I'm... I should make sure of this, but okay. while you do this, I'm going to say... I'm going to clarify and just say at home. At, at home at, in at general. Home. Yeah. Okay, so that'll include 07 where Suncorp was home, Carrara was home at times. So 2007, I believe we're okay. We weren't great. I'm going to go 10 wins there. Uh, 2008, again, I'm going to go 10. 09, I'm going to go 12. So we're up to 32. And I'll go... No, because I'm just thinking, if I'm going to go 10 per... Like, we could have only had 10 wins in that season, so only half would have been theoretically at home. So let me restart this theory. Um, 2007 and 2008, I'm going to go six each. 2009 and 2010, I'm going to average 10 each, which puts me at 32. All right, I've got, to, I've, got to change, I've got to change this around because it is. it says Seabus Stadium and it doesn't have Skill Park here, so I'm assuming this is Seabus and Skill Park and I cannot see anything that says Metric, uh, Heritage Brand. It does say Metricon, so only the location at Rabina. Sorry to change the question around. Okay. Well, really, I've just got to cut out 07 there because that was a year where I don't believe we featured there. So that puts six off my total, which puts me down to 26 and I'm still at four years into our history. Um, 11, 12, 13, and 14 were pretty lean years. I'm going to give 20 there, <laughs> which puts me at 46. 14, 15, 16. Let's go five each in those years. So at 11 puts me at... 57. Dude, I'm going to... So I'm at 57 there. I'm going to go ahead and guess... <sighs> 76 wins at home throughout our history at, at Rabina. Well, you're lucky that I gave you within 10 rather than 5 because you would have been spewing. You would have been absolutely spewing if I said 5 because it's actually 83. It's actually 83. No! I was going to go 82. And then I was conservative and dropped it. I mean, I'm still going to get the points, but I should have... You'll still get half a point. You'll still get half a point. So you know, I was gonna say there. I was, I, I was gonna say I was gonna go eighty-two, but I'm gonna go seventy-six. But I was like, I'll confidently say my answer, and it was the same with the twenty ten one. I was gonna say I'm thinking two thousand and nine, but I'm gonna say twenty ten. So I've got to start getting my my full thoughts out there because I'm, I'm. I will say though, it was even harder because the I didn't actually pro, like give you the right question really at first. Um, but with that being said. You did pretty well. So you get half a point for uh, for question number four, um, which was a difficult one. It definitely was a difficult one. But I guess yeah. if you do the maths, you can definitely get within five to ten. But again, if I had said, if I had kept it at the five, you would have got none and you would have only missed out by two, uh, which would have been frustrating for you. But all Thank right. God. Now, I've got another question here. 
And I'm pretty certain... I'm going to just... Yep. Okay, I'm going to clarify that because this is via rugbyleagueproject.com. Okay. Number five, how many times have the Gold Coast Titans won at Combank Stadium? And that's the question. Okay, so Combank Stadium, it's naming right or the Parramatta Ground? Because it's now it's something... It was Bank West Stadium before... It does not and, say here on uh, Rugby League Project. It does not have Bank West. So I'm going to assume that that means that it is including the same. Okay. So Combank slash Bank West. Well, it says Parramatta Stadium here. So I'm going via... You know what? We'll go via Combank Stadium simply because it's only got Parramatta Stadium, which could be, you know, per tech or whatnot. The fact of the matter is Combank Stadium. So I'm just trying to think when the Eels moved to their new stadium. I feel like it was around 2018-ish. So if it was around 2018-ish, we're in 2023 now. That's 18, 19, 20, 21, 23. Now, the most wins we have away is six, and that was against Manly. So it has to be lower than that. And we have about a 50-50 record against the Eels but we don't have the best record in Sydney. So I'm going to say we've won at Combank Stadium twice. And I'm going to lock that in as my answer. Unfortunately, we have never won at Combank Stadium. Damn! So we've never won there. We've never won at Combank Stadium. Wow. At, at Parramatta Stadium, we have uh, played three times for two wins and one loss. That's Parramatta Stadium. Yep. At Combank Stadium, we've played there four times for four losses. Four. Yeah. So, oh, man... I mean, I was almost close to how many times we've played there. I was going off five in my head. Um, well, yeah, so we played, now, we've I... played Parramatta. Well, not including... There's obviously Mudgee as well that we would have uh, played yep. out here. That Actually, I can't even see on this list here, which is quite weird. But uh, the point matter is is that... Uh, that's probably because it's called something else. But overall, yeah, Combank, Combank Stadium. We have never won at Combank Stadium. But also, you've got to remember as well, we played the Dogs there a couple of years back. Yeah. Where, where did we play the Eels last year? Once was Magic Round, the second game. Was that at their stadium or ours? That was That was at Combank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that was at Combank. Uh, that was so the, we do uh, have very, very controversial... Yeah, okay. Okay. Yep, yep. You are right. <laughs> yep, we do have one. We, well, you're still wrong because you did say two. Yep. But we do have one. Uh, <laughs> we do have one. Um, absolutely but, robbed a winner, Combank. Yeah, uh, tell you what, Eels fans... And yet, we, and anyway, we're going to move on from that one. Uh, we're going to move on from that one. Just for clarification for everyone listening, we're talking about the game that Tanner Boyd, the NRL admitted that he should have got a penalty with a minute to go. Actually, NRL admitted that he should have got two penalties in the last three yeah. minutes, but don't make me angry. I'm getting angry. All right, mm -hmm. we move on to, so you don't get anything for that. So you are currently, we gave it two out of four. Two out of four with two half answers there. All right. Number, oh, sorry, two out of five would be, would be now, wouldn't it be? Yeah, oh, yeah, it would be. Two out of five. All right, next question. Who is the only main referee in history of the Titans that we have a 100% winning record with? Dude, this isn't a Titans question. This is a referee question. Um, hey, listen, don't shoot the messenger, baby. It's it's our team. How many times? Who? Which referee? And if you need a hint, I can give you a hint. But which referee do we have a one hundred percent winning record with when they are the main ref? Look, I might need to call in a hint, and I'm gonna have to ask: Are they a current or former referee? The referee is a current referee. Okay, because, yeah, I, I, I thought if it was former, then, you know, it's going to be someone obscure who we had, like, once. But given I would never current, do that to you with a medium question, bro. <laughs> yeah. No, no, well, given it's current, look, it's not going to be, like, one of the big ones, like Gerard Sutton or Ashley Klein or anyone like that, because the fact of the matter is we would have had them on more occasions than not. My mind immediately goes to, I believe his name's Clayton, Sh no, not Clayton Sharp, it's Clayton someone. And he's typically a touch judge, but he has done a few games of main refereeing. I can remember a win, a, a couple wins under him, I believe, in my head right now. I hope I'm not fabricating that to make myself more confident here. But look, if you want a surname, I'm going to guess it's Clayton Sharp. 
But I, no, because that's the Belinda Sharp female referee. Clayton. I mean, if I if I can get away with a first name guess and say Clayton, and it is whatever his surname is, I'm going to lock in Clayton, but I don't know the surname. Okay, so the answer is wrong. Now I'm going to give you, I'll, I will give you a, I'll give you a high five through the screen if you can get this one, because I'll give you the gender and it is a female referee. Right, so there's only two referees that have uh, refereed, and it's Belinda Sharp, and it's Casey Badger. It's one of those two, yes. <laughs> and I'll give you... Locking... Yeah, go, on, go, on, go on, go on, go on, go on, go on. Locking Casey Badger. Yeah, it is Casey Badger. Yes! So there's your high five. <laughs> your high five. Uh, I'm not going to lie to anyone. That was a guess. I had no idea. I guessed. It was a and, and you know why it's quite funny? It's because that was the last game that we actually had. She refereed. Casey Badger was the referee for the Titans vs. Bulldogs game. That was in the last round of 2023. And most people don't, don't get that. And obviously you didn't get that. But most people don't have any thought process of that. Simply because when... I think she was in the bunker for the Raiders game. And I believe she might have been also in the bunker for the Eels game. So people have that thought process like that she always loses games for us. But she's been referee once and we did win that game. Um, mm. So she is the only per only referee in our history that we have a 100% winning record with. But I can tell you right now, there's not many other teams, if any teams, that have a 100% winning record besides someone who's just refereed once. So yeah. I did have to give you the gender and it was a 50-50 split. So that's why I'm not going to give you any points. But I do think that... Uh, like you know what? I'll give you half a point. I'll give you half a point because it, did that Clayton fella appear on that on that table? I don't know who you're talking about, mate. <laughs> I don't know mm. who. There's no, no Clayton on the on the table. Listen, I will go right. I'm here on the because I had to do the venues look before. So referees, so let's have a look at Clayton. Who? So what's his? What's the last name? You think it is? I thought it was Clayton Sharp, but I'm not. I'm not right with that surname because I, I was thinking Belinda Sharp. Is there any referees there with the first name Clayton? Uh, there is not. There's, uh, the ones that start, with, I'll just read out the names, right? So there's Tony Archer, Grant Atkins, Gavin Badger, Casey Badger with 100%. You've got Chris Butler, uh, Matt Checken, Steve Clark, Ben Cummins, Tony Delahaye. I'm going to go for ages. The bet, I'll, I'll just say the second best, all right? The second best would be, or maybe it could be Steve Clark that you're thinking of. Chris Butler. I did a Google search and that's who I was thinking of. I, I don't know how I got Clayton Chris from. But Butler? Yeah, Chris Butler? We have an awful record against Chris Butler. What are you... Wow, where are we at? We're 21.4% win record with uh, 28 games yeah. played under Chris Butler. I could have told you that off the top of my head. Chris Butler? 28. We've won six games under him with 22 losses. That guy hates us. I think he could yeah, be the worst one we've ever had. Adam G, I mean, we've got 15%. Three from, uh, three from 20 um, I might have to lose points for that answer, man. Not only did I get him get the name wrong completely. Yeah, you know what? I'm not giving you your point five a point anymore. Get mm, cross that out. Get uh, out of here. Get, get, get out of no, here. That's fair. I was so far from my answer until I got a hint that it's not and, funny, and that was a very big hint. Also, fun fact for you: most people would say Belinda Sharp. We've actually got a zero percent winning record under Belinda Sharp. We played one game. How, how many under, games? One. Just yeah. one. Just one. We lost, but um, Casey Badger. We. Um, we did, uh, we did get the win there. But all right, after six questions, you have got... You're two out of six so far. You are two out of six. I'm in but, big trouble. Hey, you are... <laughs> I can tell you right now, you might be in big trouble. You might be in big trouble. But at least people will listen to you and you're giving it a crap because it's not easy. It's not easy doing what we're doing. Uh, but all right. Number seven. We are moving into the hard category. We are moving into the, the very hard category. Not impossible, though. Number seven, who was the starting 5'8 in our 44-0 victory over the Warriors in 2021 that sealed our finals appearance? All right, so I did know that that is... That's, that, that's the biggest win we have in our history when keeping the opponent to zero um, against the Warriors there. And it was to secure our place in the finals. It was at home. It was a must-win game. And when we look at 2021, it was two years before Kieran Foran, one year before Toby Sexton. In 2021, 
Brimson would have been at fullback still because Michael Gordon would have been gone and Jaden Campbell wouldn't have debuted yet. So AJ Brimson was not the 5'8". He was the fullback. Jamal... F Just remember, this is a hard question. Jamal Fogarty would have been our halfback. And so the 5'8 would have been... Not Tanner. I'm guessing because it's in the hard category, it's someone who's left us since. Oh, couldn't have been, could it? It could have been. So it's past Kane LG, it's past Ash Taylor era. In my mind, I've got I've got Tyrone Peachy there and Riley Jacks in my mind, but I'm gonna lock in Tyrone Peachy due to it being in the hard category and him being someone that didn't play five eight too often for us. Tyrone Peachy, my final answer. So you are correct. However, I will ask you the question: What do you mean that was past the Ash Taylor era? Because he only left us like at the end of a year and a half ago. But okay, your answer is correct, mind. though. No, no, your answer is correct. No, it is Tyrone yeah. Peachy. It is Tyrone Peachy. You got that one right. But and who did he partner in that? It would have been Jamal Fogarty? It would have been Fogs. Yeah, it would have been Jamal Fogarty. Oh, However, um, the reason why, actually, I've got it written down here, is um, Ash Taylor was actually dropped after the Melbourne Storm last two weeks prior. So Peachy played 5-8 uh, against both the Knights and the Warriors. So we lost that game against the Knights. I think it was 13-12, maybe. And then the Warriors game, obviously, he was the 5-8. So you got it right. Happy days. Happy days. Um, but I just I was confused about that Ash Taylor. Because that was who I would have expected you to go with, right? That's who I would have expected you straight up to say, yeah. I punched a hole more after that Knights game. And I'm not an aggressive person. I got so angry and I punched the wall and I put a hole straight in it and my partner yelled at me and I had to go to Bunnings the next day and figure <laughs> out how to do a wall patch. And I've shown you when you were over my house because there's a photo frame over it now. So I remember that night's loss well. Mitchell yeah. Pierce kicked that field goal. Yep, yeah. In the MMA final, so it didn't matter, so... It didn't matter, but with that being said, we had a nervous wait when the Sharkies and the Raiders played because the Raiders... They both had hard games, thankfully enough. I think the Sharks had the Storm to contend with. And the Raiders had, or it might have been Raiders Storm or Raiders Roosters. I can't remember, but I think it was Storm Sharkies, Raiders Roosters. And we had to have the Sharks and the Raiders lose. And then obviously we need to win by 11 points or more to go above the Sharks. Um, otherwise, yeah. So we thought we were kind of done at that point when we lost that game to the Knights. But anyway, that wasn't the question. You got it right. Bang. So after eight questions here, one and a half, two, three. Three out of eight. But if you can get, oh, is it that's seven? No, that's seven. Aha! Uh -huh. Three out of seven. So, you still got a chance here, champion. You still got yeah, a chance I need here. To get, I need to get the hearts. It's my only way because I don't think I'm going to get that impossible. So, it's going to be really hard. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But all right. That was a good one. Number eight. Oh, good luck, man. <laughs> I'm just saying the question. Good luck, my guy. All right. Because even the, the ultimate king, Callum, got this one incorrect, mind you. There have been... Five teams that have represented the Gold Coast in professional rugby league. Can you name all five? Titans. Correct. Seagulls. Correct. Chargers. Correct. Are we going to count crushes or are they, no, uh, are they being... No, they're not being counted. And I'm going to hint, I'll give you that, that tip just because this is a hard question, man. How far back are we going, man? Um, so the Seagulls, Gold Coast Chargers, Gold Coast Titans, Gold Coast... So they've represented in the Brisbane Rugby League or like the New South Wales Rugby League? I will give you a hint and say... That at the peak at the time, right? So, post-1980, because you did have the New South Wales Rugby League. That was the professional competition in New South Wales. And there was no Queensland teams in the, uh, obviously, in the New South Wales Rugby League at the time. So, uh, yeah, effectively, you can say BRL, but it was obviously, or the QRL, 
that turned into a Queensland Cup. But with that being said, it was a professional rugby league team that was in the peak of its competition because there was no Queensland teams in the uh, New South Wales Rugby League. Well, I, I think it's the Tweed Valley Raiders. So I'll, I'll lock in that they were affiliated as the Gold Coast side at one. And then I know there's like the Corumban Eagles. So I'll say the Eagles as well. So I've got Titans, Seagulls, Chargers, Raiders, and Eagles. And I don't think that's right, but that's my best guess. So I'll give you a point five. Oh, I would have preferred you at least said Giants, to be fair. You forgot about oh, the uh, Gold Coast Titans. I have Giants. heard of that. Yeah, so there was... The four ones that are commonly known are the Gold Coast Titans, the Gold Coast Chargers, the Gold Coast Seagulls, and the Gold Coast Giants. But the fifth one is the Gold Coast Vikings. So the Gold Coast Vikings... Oh, this so it's kind of close with Raiders, though. Uh, <laughs> Same kind you of mascot, man. I will, I will give you 0.5, all right? I will, I will give you 0.5. Yeah. Um, How did I forget the Giants, though? I, I want to Google what their colours were. Do you remember so what their I'm colours about were? To, of the Giants, oh, you can Google that. I'm about to tell you about the Gold Coast Vikings for people, history buffs out there. So from the Titans website that's regarding history, when the Queensland Rugby League introduced the groundbreaking State League in 1982, the Gold Coast Vikings competed against the eight Brisbane clubs as well as Ipswich, Toowoomba, Wide Bay, Central Queensland and North Queensland. The Vikings played out of Owen Park at Southport and regularly drew capacity crowds. One of their greatest victories came on 28th of March 1982 when they downed Brisbane Premier's South at Owen Park, scoring four tries to two in a 22-8 result. Gold Coast led 22-3 with three minutes left and it was only a try by South Centre Mal Meninga, uh, which made the final score more respectable. So the reason why I added that in there is because, one, that's on the Titans website itself, and two, it does seem like it has a pretty massive kind of component in the Gold Coast history. But number three, and this is the most important thing, is that that Queensland Rugby League at the time was the equivalent to the New South Wales Rugby League. It's just that that had the bigger reputation and the larger kind of frame, right? So it was the peak of Queensland, which did represent the Gold Coast. That's awesome, man. I did Google the Giants' colours. looked to be similar to the Seagulls. It was that sort of greyish, blackish and white um, design there. But... Uh, I have heard someone reference the Gold Coast Giants before as part of our history, or maybe I read it on our website or something, but I didn't think of them at, at the time of that question, which is unfortunate. Oh, yeah, 100%, man. Look, the, the four ones, and this is without, obviously, you forget the Giants, but the four ones that most people will remember is Titans, Chargers, Seagulls, and Giants. And then the question will come up about crushes, but they actually were Southeast Queensland. They weren't actually specifically Gold Coast. Um, yep. I think they played out of... Uh, out of nearly Ipswich kind of deal. Um, I'm pretty certain, um, the Crushers, but I could be wrong there. Uh, but the Vikings is one that not many people will know unless you're like true. I wouldn't have got it. If you had asked me this question, I would not I would not have got it, man. Um, yeah. So, you know, it was a hard one. The only one. reason I went uh, even towards a Viking is I do believe it's the Tweed Seagulls Raiders. Uh, I think when Michael Gordon retired, he said, I'm going to go play a season for my local side, the Tweed Raiders. So oh. that's why I kind of guessed towards that kind of mascot. But happy, I, I'm happy I, to give you a point five of a point, man. Happy to give you point point five of a point. Only one I was a little bit disappointed was no Giants. But with that being said, it's a hard question. It is a it is a hard question. So we'll go point five, and I can tell you right now, hey Callum, sitting at home, you didn't get that one right, baby. You didn't get that one right. So you are not ten out of ten. But you, Clarky, don't worry, you're doing better than him. Number eight, no number nine. We're going to number nine here. <laughs> And now, based off a previous answer that you've given me and the thing, a previous thing that you've said to me, um, I don't think you're going to be getting this answer uh, because you did say uh, that you, you're not remembering the New Zealand Warriors game too heavily. Uh, but this question is, which four... Actually, I guess you can kind of number it down and you can probably, you can probably get a, a good guess in. Which four players for, for the Titans scored one or more tries in the 2010 qualifying final win over the Warriors. And I'll actually, I will give you two points. I will give you two points if not only you get the plays, but how many tries they did score. David Mead, Kevin Gordon, Luco Dwyer, and Mark Minicello. Is that your final answer? I will give wow. you... 
I will give you a hint by saying you got one of those plays correct. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Alrighty, let me try again. 2010. The qualifying final one, I think it was 28 16 on the goal. Will Zillman? Correct. Um, David Mead? No. Kevin Gordon? Correct. Yeah, it's not one of those. Anthony LaFranchi? No. <laughs> Preston <laughs> Cantor? No. no. Scott Prince? No. <laughs> Matt Rogers? Correct! Bingo! If you can... Within the next two or so minutes, two, three minutes, get this next player. Like, on the Ashley list. Harrison. Point. No. Greg Bird. No, you got uh, 40 Luke seconds. Bailey. No. Ryan James. No. That was way too early for him. 30 seconds left. Chris Walker. No. 25 seconds. Shannon Haggerty. Nathan no. Friend. No. Aiden Caesar. No. <laughs> uh, 20 seconds. A uh, big guy with the fuzzy hair. His name was... Uh, Sideshow Bob. Um, 15. Brad Myers. No. Oh, I give up. <laughs> That's Torpy. like all the players. Big toots. Oh, <laughs> it makes sense too. We've been playing center, right? Absolutely. Well, that's man. why I went Luke O'Dwyer. I remembered him as a center slash back rower. Oh man, that was a tough question. And to be honest, I couldn't have guessed any more players. I literally went through everyone I could remember on the spot. Bro, well, I'm not gonna here. lie. I think I want to change this impossible question, bro. <laughs> like, I think I want to change. Um, you'll understand why in a second. Uh, but oh, well, I need to get if I get this impossible question, it's five out of ten, right? Including the half marks. One and a half, two, three, th a three and a half. You would need a point and a half. Oh. Unless I give so you, no you know what? what you know what? I'm going to give you a point five of a point for the last one, just to give you a bit of a chance. All right, uh, just to give all you right. a chance. But I will tell you, it was Zilly. He scored two tries in that game. Then there was also Kevin G, Matty Rogers, and Clinton Toots, who did score once in the 28-16 victory at Skill Park at the time. So our only win in the finals, man. Um, but mm. yeah, look, uh, big old Zilly coming in clutch. Big old Zilly coming in clutch there. But all right, man. So, we've gotten to number 10, and you need to, if you, if you get this, if you get this, number 10 is something that you can find on every single page on the Gold Coast Titans website. It is literally at the bottom of every page on the Gold Coast Titans website. Impossible number 10, what is the name for the traditional custodians of the Gold Coast land and waters that the Titans represent. The Yugambi people. The what? The Yugambi people. The Yugambi people. Is that your final answer? Y-U-G-E-M-B-A-H. The Yugambi people. Oh, you got the spelling wrong, but you got the name right. You got the spelling Dude, wrong. I, you, so when I was at school, we had to do like a... Um, I went to a Catholic school, so we did like um, religious stuff every... And parades and all that stuff. And we'd always start by saying, we acknowledge the traditional owners, the Yugambi people. That was in Beanley. So I was just like hoping that they had a large enough reach to hit the goal here. Thank God they did. Cause, uh, so I will just clarify here. The Kumbameri families of the Ugambi language region. So I think that, like, this is the thing, right? So you got, you got, I'm happy to give you at very minimum a point there. I'm happy to definitely okay. give you a point for sure to get you to the five hundred percent. And I'd be happy to even give you two points so you can tie with me because that's really good that you got that. But I will give you my answer here. I will say what it says. So Gold Coast Titans, this is on every single page. Gold Coast Titans proudly acknowledges the traditional custodians of the land in which we are situated, the Combamere families of the Ugambi language region. We pay our respect to the elders past, present and emerging and re recognise their continuing connections to the lands, waters and their extended communities throughout Southeast Queensland. So, I think that, like, 
technically it is Combo Mary families, but with that being said, I'm happy to say you can have two points because that was an extremely difficult answer and you did at least get that. Unless I'm reading that wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. No, that's a pass, baby. That's um, That actually bumps me to 10 out of 10 if I'm absolutely honest. Um, <laughs> it's just the right thing to do. So I will take that win graciously. You know what? <laughs> I I've got to get something back here. You've absolutely bruised my ego in this one. We're doing another pop trivia for you right now. <laughs> Which player has the second most amount of games all time for the Titans? Gee whiz. He's putting me under pressure. Gee whiz. Have a look at him. His ego's so bad. I'll give you a hint. I mentioned him and he's a fullback. Um, gee whiz. I wasn't expecting him to do this, guys. Um, You're on the pump now. <laughs> um, Alright, so second most games for the club, did you say? Yep. And he's a fullback. Mm-hmm. Um, First is Mark Minicello with 173. Third is Luke Bailey with 150. This fullback is in between those two. Well, surely maybe it was Zilly. Absolutely locked it in. True or false, Aiden Caesar kicked more <laughs> than 150 goals for the Titans. Ah, oh, jeez. Uh, well, at least I got one right here, literally on the pop quiz. Were you planning to do this the whole time, by the way? Is this what you were planning to do the entire time? <laughs> No, I actually wasn't. I just Googled Gold Coast Records and I'm scrolling down as we go in. Okay, so Aiden Tears are keeping more than 150 goals. That what the question was? Yep, true or false? I'm going to say false. It's true. He kicked 156 goals during his mm. time here. He also kicked five field goals. Only one other Titan has kicked five field goals. They're a halfback. What's their name? Well, like, the immediate thought goes to Scotty Prince. I know Greg Burke Nailed it. Oh, it was Scotty Prince. I was going to say, Greg Burke kicked a field goal too. There was uh, a couple there. Jamal Fogarty kicked a field goal. This one, I think you'll get, because you're familiar with this player. So, Scott Prince holds the top points scored in a game for four, uh, for four out of the five possible games. But one player is also within that top five with him. What's that player's name? And I'll this, give you a hint, he didn't kick a goal. This is going to annoy me, right? Because um, I saw this, and I'm pretty certain that I'm going to say it's Jordan Atkins because I'm pretty Nailed certain it. I saw this last week when I was doing my research, or... No, sorry, the other day when I was doing my research. Which current player in our group is our fourth highest try scorer of all time? In the current playing group? Yep. Uh... <laughs> Um, I'm. Hold on, let me just think. BK, BK AJ. Um, who's on our wing? It was. Oh, maybe Phil Sam. <laughs> could it be Dave? <laughs> could it? Could it genuinely be Dave at this point? Could okay. it genuinely? No, I'm just like thinking of. I'm just kind of thinking of how many tries he has scored at this point. Um. Lock no. Uh, nine, no way. <laughs> Front row, no way. It couldn't be Tino. Halves, it's not going to be Tan. It's going to have to either... It's going to have to be either AJ or Phil Sammy. I'll go... I'll go... I'll go Sammy. Yep, Phil Sammy has 46. Next uh, uh, next above him is Kevin Gorn at 58. Mm. True or false? David Mead scored three hat-tricks whilst he was with the Titans. Oh, true or false? Sorry, I thought you were about to tell me if it was yeah, if it was true or not. Uh, three hat tricks. It wouldn't surprise me, matey. I will say. I want to back my boy in, but in the same sense, three hat tricks a lot. I'm going to say false. It is false. He only scored two hat tricks whilst he was with us. You mentioned Dave Fafita. He previously held the Titans' record for the most tries scored in individual season. Alofiana Kanpro broke that last year with twenty. But how many tries did Dave score in 2021 from 22 games? I think it was 17 or 18. Um, I will go with 17. Nailed it. Can you name another player in the top five players youngest to debut from the Titans? Now, we know Fodder Wake is there, <laughs> and we know Jordan Rankin's there. There's four other possible players that debuted for us as teenagers. Can you name one of those four? Surely Atkins is one of them. No? no? Um, okay. So okay. I can give you a hint here because this is a oh, really AJ tough question. AJ would have been what, like eighteen? AJ would have debuted no. for us at like eighteen or nineteen. How old did AJ debut for us? 
actually, let me correct you. Let me correct myself rather. This table was last updated in 2016. So I was going to say because AJ play. definitely debuted for us at like 18. Yeah. <laughs> so look, two of these players have had noted careers with different clubs. Jerome One Hughes. being the Stor- Yep, he was the second youngest at 18 months. Cody uh, Walker, 18 years, eight months. The other was Ryan James, Jordan Rapiner, and Cody Kevin Walker. Bourne. No, Cody Walker didn't. Oh, he never played an actual game for us. He was just part of that system, I think. Kid of. Mm. I, I, I think I've done pretty well. I think I did pretty oh, yeah, well just then. For literally a pop trivia where I'm just quickly scrolling and making up, man. That was, uh, <laughs> I'm sure, a surprise for our viewers. It me uh, getting out of the spotlight real quick. But hopefully the viewers had Look, um, to a, be honest with, answer on the spot. To be honest with you, man. Like, I... Like I'd be happy even to give you kind of the win for getting the your, your gumba uh, or your yumbi because I think that's one that's awesome that you know it because obviously it represents and and the reason why I knew it right like I didn't actually I knew your gumbi as well not kumba Mary, but the reason why I knew that is because of the indigenous round this year that just went past where we're representing the kumba Mary families and the, of the Ugamba language region so you got the language region correct. Not the actual families, but with that being said, like I'm happy you can have the win overall, mate. You can have it because that's pretty impressive. Appreciate the love. That's all but, I can say about but I, that. I will say that if we were going bot via actual numbers, um, maybe not. But with that being said, based off of the fact that it was the impossible question and you got a pretty good idea of it, I give it. Yeah, no, mate, that was a, a really fun quiz. I was under the pump, just like yourself at the end there. Uh, but hopefully all of our listeners and viewers enjoyed it as well. The chance to play along at home or play along in the car, wherever you're listening. Uh, we certainly appreciate your viewership more now than ever in the off-season. Mm. Next week, I believe we will be back to do a season uh, preview. So what we'll do for that is we'll go through, we'll name all of the players we have in different depth positions, where we think we're strongest, where we think we might struggle, and we'll look at certain periods of the season where we think we need to nail uh, we'll look at our opponents, who we versed twice, who we versed one, and we'll break it all down for you guys and give our honest opinion at the end as to whether we think we'll be playing finals or not in 2024. Yes. So a really exciting episode to come next week. Thank you so much for being with us this week. And over to you, Blaze, to say farewell to our viewers. Get around it. Cracked on. You know, it is the off-season, as I said, about two and a half weeks uh, two and a half weeks to go now until pre-season. But we do have the Rugby League at Sportshare TV, a charity match this Saturday down at Lincoln Oval. You guys should get there. Absolutely get there. I think it's like $14 a ticket. But there's $5 for the stream link if you want to listen to myself and Clarkins Rugby League column commentating the event. Uh, we will be the ones commentating it, so it should be a great one. Um, so that will be $5, and it is in the... It'll be on our stories, plus also the Sports Red TV Instagram, uh, but we'll be down there. So if you come on down, bingo, it'll be a great time. But like I said, two and a half weeks to go. Slap it down. Bing bong. Appreciate you. See you guys next week. Bang!